What's up, cowgals? My name is Morgan Phillips, and I'm the host of the My Western Way podcast and the owner of the Backroad Bay Boutique. I'm going to be giving you the hot take on the Western industry from things that are trending in fashion all the way to the dirty details on mucking out the stalls. This podcast is for the ranchers, the farmers, the fashion influencers, or even the wannabeers. I'm here to show you that my Western way doesn't have to look anything like your Western way, and that's totally okay. Whether you bought the buckle or you want it, you're welcome here. As Shania Twain once said, let's go, girls. Hey everyone, welcome back. We are back and this time I have a guest. Last time was a solo episode, but it's a lot more fun when I have a guest, especially when it is someone that I've talked to a couple of times um, through Instagram and stuff like that, but now I get to meet them in person. So I'm really excited. So everyone, please welcome Erica to my Western Way podcast. Hi, Erica. Thank you for being with us. Hi, everyone. How are you awesome. doing? Awesome. Well, I'm so excited to have you. I know we've kind of been like um, missing each other a couple different times, but we finally got it scheduled. So I would love to just like learn a little bit more about you, your age, where you're from, what you do. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm Erica Miss Rodeo New York 2022, and I am from uh, Plaska, New York, which is right off of Lake Ontario. And our town is known for salmon fishing. So if we have any fishermen that listen in, um, we are coming into that season within the next couple of weeks. And I grew up on a hobby farm. So my uncle as well had a horse boarding facility. So I've worked on his farm since I was eight. Um, in 2019, I was my county's dairy princess. Um, that program is now called Dairy Ambassadors instead of Dairy Princesses. And from there, I kind of started my love for agriculture and my passion to kind of promote agriculture in the Western way of life. Um, I'm currently working as a vet assistant at my local veterinarian, and then I also work on a dairy farm. So you're not busy at all, right? Not at all. (laughs) (laughs) No, I love that. That's awesome. And I love that everything you're doing um, kind of ties back into just, you know, the sole purpose of this. podcast really is to bring awareness to the Western industry as a whole, but the different parts of it. So it sounds like you're heavily like active in the kind of dairy industry part of that. So we don't have a ton of people that I've talked to. It's funny because I grew up like literally in central Pennsylvania. It's all cows everywhere. (laughs) Um, so, uh, I'm like, so used to it, but I haven't had a ton of, I had one girl, um, that talked about like just the importance of like drinking milk and stuff like that. But, um, so what made you, obviously you grew up around it, but that doesn't Mm -hmm. always mean that you're going to end up being passionate about whatever you grow up around. Um, So what kind of drew you to this lifestyle? What drew you in and made you want to be a part of it and advocate for it? Absolutely. So growing up, I've been involved in 4-H and 4-H is kind of like FFA where it's getting kids involved in agriculture. Um, Over the years, a lot of people know that um, we're about three generations off the farm or removed, which means a lot of people don't know about agriculture. And my county specifically, we have seen a decline in farms. And so there's just not that many farm kids. And for me, 
growing up into it, I've kind of realized that the importance of speaking up and making our industry like known um, that we're kind of like the backbone of it. I mean, during COVID, we really felt the need of farmers and ranchers when, you know, you didn't have the truckers moving anything and all the stores didn't have food or anything. They kind of opened our eyes of really what we do. Um, I have always had a love for animals. That's why I went into the veterinarian side and being able to educate people, kind of bridging that gap is what has drawn me to it. Um, getting into Miss Rodeo New York, I met Miss Rodeo New York 2019 when I was my dairy princess. Um, I've talked with legislators and like government officials and that's really what drove me to keep going just being able to reach hundreds and thousands of people doing this job it's only one year but you got to make the best of it yeah absolutely so tell us a little bit more about um what it means to be miss rodeo new york what your plans are for the year what you're doing like kind of what you want to get out of it yeah so my year started january 1st and it'll go to december 31st um so i have put on 30,000 miles so far. I've been wow. to 10 states. Um, I have gone all the way up to Alaska. Loved it. I spent nine days up there. And I have been, um, I caught from our circuit finals, which was in PA, I caught a red-eye flight to Denver. Um, so with my traveling, we go to different rodeos. So different states will invite us girls out. And I've, um, at the rodeo, you'll do radio interviews, just kind of school visits. You're really just there to educate that community about the rodeo that's coming and kind of try to get them to come and see the rodeo. And um, being out of state, going in, sometimes I've been the first Miss Rodeo New York to go to that state. Um, when I went to Nebraska, that was the first time I've ever had a New York girl. And that kind of means a little bit more to me than, you know, have the girls that go every year and do things locally but being the first to do it it kind of feels kind of like a pioneer person you know yeah um, being able sure. to kind of make that friendship or that uh, connection to hopefully continue um throughout this year I'll be running for Miss Rodeo America here in a couple months so that's a 10-day long pageant out in Las Vegas with the NFR um, which is the national finals rodeo and my job when I come back home, which is where I'm at currently, is to go to our local rodeo. So we had our Gary Rodeo, which is our biggest rodeo in New York, was just a few weeks ago. And every night was sold out. And that was amazing to see. Um, we've had the Cowboy Channel kind of promote different rodeos. And being that we've added a big screen, we were able to have the Cowboy Channel. So to get a New York rodeo out on the Cowboy Channel was really awesome. And um, we're getting into our pageant now, so there'll be a new lady in waiting, and um, each state kind of has a lady in waiting from anywhere for one to two months to six months, kind of depending when their pageant is. So our girls will have about three months. Um, so we'll have our pageant in October, and then we'll go up to Pain and Pony in Lake Luzerne and have uh, um, our crowning, and that'll be with our Adirondack Stampede to kind of end our season of rodeoing here in New York. 
That's so exciting. It sounds, well, one, just like you've had an amazing, what we're like seven months, eight months now into the year. You've done so much already and there's still so much left. Um, So tell us a little bit kind of about the actual like pageant process and what that looks like. If there's anyone um, that's, you know, wanting to kind of do what you did, what, what does that, how many days did you say it was? It's just two days. So it'd be Saturday, Sunday, but you'll come in Friday night. So about two and a half days. Okay. So what does that kind of timeline look like? Like, what do you have to do? What do you get scored on? Stuff like that. Yeah. So applications were made available around um, beginning of August, and then you'll turn in your application. And once you get to pageant, we will do a written test. So that is to show how much knowledge we know about horses and rodeo. And then we have a morning full of horsemanship. So a lot of us girls come from riding backgrounds or some sort of passion with horses. And so we'll demonstrate our riding skills. So at horsemanship, they give us three different patterns. Those patterns are what one of the patterns is what we'll end up be doing at America. So it kind of gives me some practice for what pattern to kind of prepare for. Mm-hmm. And then from there, you'll do a um we call it a flyby, but it'll be a queen wave. So you make one lap after your completion of your horsemanship and you'll wave to the crowd. From there, you'll have your interview with the judges. So we have um, three to four judges that will uh, judge the pageant. And then you'll have about a 20 minute interview. And from there, we'll do a little fashion show. Um, You'll have your fashion forward outfit and then you'll do a current event question and, um, uh, you'll give a speech. It's an extraneous speech. And then you'll, so basically you'll have 10 minutes to prepare. So we'll put you wow. in a separate room. We'll give you about four topics and then you have 10 minutes to come up with a speech. And then I don't think go- I could do all this. <laughs> I'm like, Oh my goodness. <laughs> it's definitely a lot of work in studying. So I've yeah. been studying for the last year, um, to prepare for Miss Rodeo America. And so going through the pageant is just basically another way to prepare for America. Definitely. Um, so for Miss Rodeo America, so now that one is 10 days. So what does that kind of look like different from the pageant for your state? Yeah. So our state, we kind of just put it all in two days. Um, usually at America, you'll have horsemanship one day and then we have, um, like personal interviews to do. They kind of split up each day into different things. So then the next day you'll have your speech or your current event question. Um, So they just kind of prolong it a little bit, but it's that way you're not as stressed. You're able to kind of really focus in on the night before, you know, you have horsemanship. You're able to kind of look at that and prepare, um, kind of try to mentally think how you're going to ride and for your speech you're able to kind of just come up with random speeches and you're able to take each day as it comes and when that day is over you kind of forget about it mm-hmm. and you just keep moving so for Miss Rodeo America is it kind of like you know all, all the Miss USA pageants where it's yeah. like you know all the state winners go and compete for Miss Rodeo America for the next year like how does that work like who is competing so with Miss Rodeo America, we are with the PRCA, which is the Professional Rodeo Cowboy Association. Mm-hmm. So all of us state title holders, there's about 29 of us, will go and compete. And then there is the Miss Rodeo USA, but those are girls who hold like a local title or like a stock contractor title will compete. Okay, got it. And so 
since there's only 29 of you, does that mean only 29 states have some sort of like Miss Rodeo their state and the other states just haven't done it yet? Yeah, so it kind of depends on the year if they have anyone interested. So there is Miss Rodeo Hawaii and um, Colorado. Like there's just a bunch of other states. Um, but usually if there isn't a state being represented that year, they just didn't have anyone involved or the program isn't there, isn't um, up and running. That's really sad, actually. I like to think about just, but it it's so important that we talk about it and get advocacy out there for that. Um you know, it would be amazing to have all 50 states and have all 50 girls competing. But so what does it look like competition wise? Like, do you feel between the girls, because obviously you're traveling with them Mm -hmm. throughout the year, correct? Yeah. So what is that like? Like, do they become like your close friends? Do you feel competition against them? What is that like for you? Um, so I feel like they're my best friends. Um, there are 29 girls that you never thought that you would have never met. You mm-hmm. know, I have friends basically in every state. So if you wanted to go travel, you could. Um, but it's be like we have a chat with you everyone and we're constantly talking on a daily basis. So it's not even, you know, we talk at the one trip and then say, see a good, tra-, you know, have safe travels home we're constantly talking to each other, encouraging each other on, and we're just there to fully support each other. Um, I know that some pageants can get a bad rep of we're not nice or, you know, that we don't get along, but this group of girls um, and these organizations, we do, do truly get along and they're just there to support you 100%. I love that. Um, so I'm curious because obviously I love fashion. So I'm kind of curious about like the fashion within the pageants. Um, so what do you kind of try to like, what does that look like for you? I mean, I've seen like so many different sorts of Western fashion. So what does that look like for you in the competitions? Absolutely. So we kind of have requirements. Um, mm-hmm. As a state title holder, you do have certain sponsors. So Wrangler sponsors us. So we have we try to wear like their button ups or their jeans. We also have Justin Boots who sponsors us. So we have their boots that we try to wear. And then same with Greeley Hatworks. They sponsor us a hat and we wear that. Um, overall, it's kind of our way of showing our personality because sometimes when we're doing our job, we don't have you don't get to fully know us, you know, you may only have 60 seconds to talk to us, you don't really get to know us. So kind of showing off who we are is through our clothes and what we choose to wear. Um, As far as pageant, it used to be a lot of wet leather. And so you'd see a lot of girls wearing leather dresses or um, different designs. And that's kind of changed a little bit as far as fashion forward you'll still see a lot of um, leather dresses but we love our fringe and our sparkles so you see all of that that's awesome that's so much fun I think I would love that part of it for sure (laughs) um that's probably the only part I would be good at but um (laughs) no I love that so much and so in the terms of fashion like do you feel like during the pageants you're really stepping outside of your comfort zone in what you're wearing or do you feel like that's just you know you love to wear that you wear it every day like what's that look like for you personally me personally I have been very unmatched my life like (laughs) if I like it I'm gonna wear it no matter if it's matched or not heck yeah (laughs) to kind of find a new 
me in a sense of like what I like to wear and kind of just trying everything. Um, I try to stay with certain colors that will look more like look better Mm -hmm. or more appropriate. So I look really good in greens and blues. So this year you have seen me in a lot of green or versions of blues just because it enhances with my hair color. Um, Just try to match everything. So with blonde hair, I try not to wear like white because it kind of can wash yourself out. So it's just one of those things of kind of how you are and what you feel and makes you look the best because when you look the best, you feel the most confident. Yes, absolutely. Look good, feel good, play good. That's uh, that's always been my saying growing up. I was a sports girl and mm-hmm. I think my mom and I have said that probably a million times throughout the years and it it's so, so true. And I think that's kind of how I got into fashion too because I just feel so much better when I'm wearing something that I absolutely love and mm-hmm. um, want to feel good in. So I love that. Um, so the Miss USA that is taking place during NFR, correct? Yeah. So we get done December 5th. So it's like two day, two, three days in, I believe of the regular national finals okay. rodeo. So our pageant starts November 27th. Um, so me and my dad are making the drive all the way from New York to Las Vegas. I'm excited. Um, he's a little nervous because, you know, coming from the East coast in November, we usually get snow on Halloween. Yes. And so he's like, we're going to hit the great lakes during snow. And I was like, it's all right. It'll make for a good story. Yeah. Right. Like nothing like a little bumps in the road. It's fine. <laughs> oh, I love that. Well, I'm so excited for you. I, I am going to try to, is it like right around where NFR is? Does it take place? Yeah, so we're about 15 minutes from the um, arena. So it's at the South Point Casino, and there's going to be tickets available here in a couple weeks. Um, Certain events are free, and then, like, I know the fashion show, there are tickets. Um, So you'll see a lot of Lady and Wayne's going, kind of there talking with everyone, um, but as we're competing. But it'll be exciting. I'm going to try to go. I want to go to the fashion show and just see it and witness it. I think that would be really cool, but, um, I wish you the best of luck. There's a few rapid fire questions that I ask at the end of every podcast. So we're just going to finish up with those, but it has been such a pleasure talking to you, um, and learning more about pageants and all the things. And I wish I could get pretty and do them, but (laughs) more power to you. Like, I love that. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. So the rapid fire question. So favorite, uh, Western movie. Ooh, Western movie. I grew up watching John Wayne with my grandfather. So I'm gonna have to go John Wayne. That works. Um, favorite country music, uh, song or artist. Okay. My favorite song is God Gave Me You by Blake Shelton. Oh, that's a good one. Um, And then the last one is when you are sitting on your porch with your grandkids, drinking your coffee, and they ask you, like, what did you accomplish in life? Like, what do you want to be remembered for in specifically, like, the Western industry and the impact you left? Um. I would have to say my year as Miss Rody in New York, this was a once in a lifetime opportunity and being able to tell them about the 30,000 miles that I put on. And um, I've been the first to kind of travel to a lot of states and being able to tell them that, you know, it doesn't matter where you come from or how far you think you are from rodeo or just agriculture, you can find it wherever you are. 
Love that. That's a great point to end on. Well, Erica, thank you so, so much for taking time today to come and chat with us. And I love learning about it. I'm sure other people will. Hopefully we can encourage the rest of the 50 states to jump on the rodeo, Miss Rodeo bandwagon. (laughs) Thank you. Have a good day. You too.